Informed opinions are oftentimes presented here. You're locked in with the Killer Bees on 97.5 and 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Joel Blank and Jeremy Branham. He's Blank, I'm Branham. Uh, the YouTube chat starting to pop off a little bit. Desert Stroh, Texans win if they win time of possession. I think that that is uh, absolutely a key stat. I think it's always a key stat. I think it's even a little bit more critical this week with the styles of teams that are playing football. Uh, I don't disagree with that. I think that, you know, when you look at what you want to do, you want to keep Lamar Jackson off the field as much as possible. If you can do that, sustain drives. If you can go on a seven, eight, nine play drive, eat up clock and put points on the board. Yeah, it should work in your favor. I mean, you're not even talking. We're not talking about the spread here. I don't care if they win by one or win by nine or would do whatever they got to do. But yeah, if you can eat up a lot of clock on your on and time of possession and put points on the board, yeah, it's going to go in your favor more times than not. Uh, Mac, I'm glad 97.5 is at least being real about the uh, situation. Other stations act like Texans will never lose another game in CJ's career. Um, I love CJ. I love CJ. I just I think that the Ravens are, are nasty. I will say that the YouTube oh. chat's a little nicer place, a little nicer community than the the Twitch chat. We're gonna try to keep it that way. Yeah, it's. Uh, I love uh, that. Just uh, noticed that. Now, I, I, look, I, think, I, don't, I think a lot of the uh, Twitchers, though, just haven't migrated over. Something we'll see how long they last on YouTube. <laughs> I, I think to your point, though, on the Ravens, though, Jerry, I was, a, I was a believer of the Niners for most of the season with the best team in football. I was looking forward to that Niners-Baltimore game. And on their home field to get destroyed the way they did, that made me a, a true believer in the Ravens. I mean, yeah, the only thing that's going against them is Lamar's playoff record. But not just beating the Niners in, in Santa Clara but whooping their ass and just completely putting it out of reach early and pounding them was a shock to me, and it sent a message to the rest of the league that's the best team in football. I, I agree with you. I, I like this team a lot. 8807, you signed Kareem for a reason. Go light Lamar up, even oh, if he slides. That's brutal. Is it a hit? Is it? They're calling a hit on Lamar Jackson. That's brutal. I would, I, I would absolutely – I condone this. I want this to happen. Absolutely. It's a football game. Like, you're trying to win a football game. Yeah, but Houston Tech, Tyler Huntley. Heat shot, man. So what? So what? Bounty gate him. I don't care. Oh, I don't like that Bounty gate him. No, Cheap shot him. 15-yard penalty, early first quarter. Try to get him out of the football game. You've never been to a conference title, and you're not going to put it on the line with an unsportsmanlike 15-yard penalty? Absolutely. Light him up. Light. This isn't flag football. If if I if I had the option of lighting Lamar Jackson up, it cost me fifteen yards, but he has to exit the game with an injury, and I go to the AFC Championship game, and I'm one win away from a Super Bowl. Absolute no brainer. I'm out. That I I can't I can't condone that at all. I, I just. Whether you're being serious or not, absolutely, I'm being I, serious. I, Kareem Jackson, I'm go on earn the your check. Opposite side of that, so let's just. Leave, I'll just leave that there. What? Why are you on the opposite side of that? You, you don't want to win because I think it's dirty. Wanna... I think that this is a good. There's enough talent on the Texans that they're going to be good for a long period of time, and they can be good in this game. And and I want to see them have a fighting chance to win this game. But I ain't playing dirty and doing that to try and win a football game. Man. I'm willing to be dirty to get a win in the most important game in franchise history and to do something that a franchise has never, ever done. Would you – you wouldn't have a late hit if it meant that you win a Super Bowl. Period. I'm not doing it. (laughs) Absolutely. Helmet to helmet. Where is – what's his name? The the, the old Saints defensive court. Greg – I'm blanking uh, on the name. Yeah. uh, 
Greg Williams. Greg Williams. I knew it was Greg. I wanted to say Greg Davis. I knew it wasn't With Davis. Greg Williams. Yeah, where's Greg Williams? Can, can he consult this week? Didn't the uh, – who did um, – they had the consultant last year for the Eagles that did this, where, like, he came in and consulted for a week and, like, helped him out. Now he's – Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio he's went and Miami consulted now. for a week with the Eagles last year during the playoffs. We need Greg Williams to come consult for the Houston Texans and light Lamar Jackson up. You have a conference title game on the line. You're not going to go a little bit dirty for a chance to go to a conference title game? How do you think Dylan Brooks would handle this? Dylan Brooks would take a cheap shot. Do you think there's never been a guy who's taken a cheap shot that has won a Super Bowl? We see it in hockey all the time. Goons go after the best player on the other team all the time. Kareem, This is why Kareem Jackson was brought here. Go light him up. Go light him up. Get him out of the game. Jack Tatum used to be the assassin. Jack Tatum paralyzed someone. Jack Tatum it did win a Super Bowl. You're right with the Raiders. That ain't the way I want this team to win Super Bowls. This is like, but what's the difference between like, the, like, do you not celebrate 2017 for the Astros? What's what, the difference? Well, here's the other thing you're not, too. You're not it's, trying. It, it's mm. physical violence. It, it's it's cheap. Did you like the bad boys. boy Pistons? Did you like putting, the Jordan rules? And intentionally trying to harm a guy, like to to put infl- It's one thing to intentionally tackle a guy. That's one thing. But if you're doing it, breaking the rules intentionally and doing it with the sole purpose of just to try and knock that player out, it was wrong in Bounty Gate. It's wrong here. Morally, I don't believe in it. I don't think it's the right thing to do. So whenever Bill Lambeer went and gave a little, well, I mean, we can have a healthy conversation without you getting upset. I'm not upset about about it. it. What if Bill Lambeer goes up with an elbow? Like, that stuff happened all the time in sports. We saw it, like, the Rangers think the Astros did with Brian Abreu going high and tight with a fastball. I don't think it was intentional. I don't think it was that way at all. We see players go, you know, trying to break up a double play. They go up cleats high all the time in an effort to winning a big game. We still see it in basketball there's been plenty we saw it last week in the nfl kirby joseph that's his last name the uh the safety for the uh, lions who went low on on the the tight end for the rams and took him out of the game like absolutely like i'm not trying to say he's trying to tear his acl but he was trying to lay a big hit i'm not saying that a christian harris sees lamar jackson coming that he should be trying to have the intent of concussing him but he should absolutely have the intent to make lamar jackson have second thoughts about running the football again it's the same thing as no layups how often often do you hear that saying in basketball? No layups, because you don't want them to feel comfortable coming to the rim. If you have a chance to lay out Lamar Jackson, it may be on the wrong side of the whistle a little bit. That might cost you 15 yards once or twice. Absolutely. That's different than saying that when I said he, one, I said a hit that's going to cost you 15 yards. No, but you. but the initial thing was even if he slides to, to go light him up, that's different than saying, "Look, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm, you're not gonna ease up on trying to tackle Lamar in the field to play on a legit chance to hit him." But if he's sliding and you're going to try and, and light him up to try and take him out of the football game, that's different. And I said a 15 yarder. I said a 15 yarder. If it happens to take him out of the football game, I don't think any of us I'm are just gonna going to be crying the, about from it. The text to the to the response, and I'm just saying it's different. I want all the defensive players to be aggressive and tackle him in the and when he's in the open field and he's available to be hit. But if he it, the kind of Get guy giving himself up and sliding, and you go drill his ass. I mean, sometimes with the some... intent of trying to take him out of the game to try and win the game or win a Super Bowl, I'm against it. 
One seven one one. Two minutes ago, Branham said helmet to helmet. Sometimes they lowered the head into the way of your helmet. Hey, it happens. It's football. You, we celebrated Boki Notbar for yanking down Carl Malone by the back of the uniform. We celebrated that. If somebody has a big hit on Lamar Jackson that forces him out of the game tomorrow, we're going to celebrate That's that. That's different. That's if, it, if it comes totally with, different, I said a say, fifteen yard penalty. Like if you do it, then. I, okay, still here we go. If somebody hit Lamar Jackson late tomorrow and it was it's on the wrong side of the whistle and he gets a fifteen yard penalty and Lamar Jackson doesn't play and the Texans win and go to the AFC Conference Championship game, it will be celebrated in the city. They will say, "Great job, Christian Harris! Way to knock out Lamar and get us to the AFC Championship." I, I you know what? There's going to be people that celebrate it. You're right. I wouldn't be one of those guys. Okay. Four nine five eight. You hated Chase Utley for that. Stop, random. Uh, you, you sometimes you look at it from your city's lens, but I mean, hey, with dirtiness and playoffs and must win games are things that happen all the time. We see it in sports all the time, and I want to be the physical team too. Like, I want to be the team that the offense is scared of playing. I want to be the team, man. Those guys are hitting hard. Those guys are popping us. Those guys are going hard over the middle. Those guys are making the receivers feel contact. I want to be the team that has the mentality where the offense knows that they come into play that day, and they're like, man, it might be a long day. This might be tough. I want them to have those doubts. I want them to have those second thoughts. So I will err on playing on the other side of the whistle than to have the reputation of being the soft team that's going to like put you down on the ground, be sharp. Team, I'm not saying that you're saying this. I'm you just okay talking about my side, side of the though, argument. If they go and they knock CJ's head off after the whistle or they get their 15 and they go get your quarterback the same way? I will understand it in playoff football, yeah. I wouldn't be happy about it. No, I wouldn't be happy about it. But I would understand what they're doing, and I would also expect that in playoff football. I would absolutely expect that in playoff football. I, I think the players themselves would tell you that they don't expect that in playoff football. They expect hard hits. They expect going to win the game. They expect putting it, laying it all on the line. But they don't expect to get the cheap shots and the late hits and the 15s like that. That's something that I would think that the players themselves would tell you they don't expect. She eh, wanted physical brand of football. I want to play through the whistle. If it leads to a, a, an unsportsmanlike conduct once or twice, I'm willing to live with that. I'm willing to err on the side of being a physical, no-one-wants-to-play football team. This guy says, so you want Christian to be Vontez Perfect. You guys are going to extremes here. I said that I want a if maybe one unsportsmanlike penalty. That's fine. I'm not saying that you should be headhunting and trying to murder Lamar Jackson. But if you're a physical team and you're playing on the wrong side of the whistle, and if a 15-yard penalty means a Lamar Jackson injury, okay, all right. Conference championship game, I'm cool with that. Never happened in the 20-something year of Houston Texan football history. I, I think it's an ugly look if that's the way it happened. And I think that, yeah, whether you say perfect or not, the fact is is that if you're going in there and saying that get the 15 with the intent of knocking him out of the game, then I think it's close to perfect. I mean, what's the difference between knocking somebody out of the game and trying to hit them hard and it just happens to come just after the whistle? I think that that's splitting like I don't because I hairs. think it's intent. It's it's going low for the knees. It's going with your leading with the crown of your helmet. It's doing things like Greg Williams was trying to teach a coach up his guys to do because the intent wasn't just to put a hard lick on a football player so he remembers where it came from and knew who did it. Yeah, it's trying to knock someone's ass out of the football game and hurt them to physically create harm so they can't. I think play that's the a game. very fine line because like whenever you're trying to deliver a big vicious hit. 
there's a very real chance that the guy that you're delivering a big, vicious hit is going to get hurt. But if you do the big, vicious hit cleanly, not after the whistle, not with a pet, not when they're sliding, and you do it by leading with the shoulder, it's a hell of a lot different than if you're leading with the crown of the helmet or going for the ACL or the knee. I'm okay playing a little bit, a little bit dirty. I, I don't mind being a little bit dirty if it means a championship. I'm willing to go to some extremes if it means a title. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. What kind of extremes are you willing to go to, or you're you're not willing to go to? But you want the Texans to go to to get to their first ever conference championship. How far would you go, or want your team to go? Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Also, will fear factor some of these strengths of this Ravens team. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Killer Bees, ESPN 97.5, ESPN 92.5. Guys, now is such a great time to have a MyBookie account. If you already have one, then you already know. And if you don't, you need to get one because it's a big weekend yet again. And when you get one, you're going to reap the benefits of laying your money down and doing your sports gambling and your other gambling with MyBookie.ag. NFL playoffs with the big game coming up in February and all the big games this weekend. NBA and college hoops every night. Golf, soccer, hockey, UFC, you name it. We know we love sports. It's awesome. But... Because you use MyBookie or you need someplace to go and you choose MyBookie, it's more than just a sports book. Get a real-life Vegas experience, live dealers standing by. You can play poker. You can play blackjack. You can play roulette. It's very, very cool, and it's something that you can play when there aren't any games going on. And when there are games going on, all you got to do is go to MyBookie.ag as well because you can click on bonuses and see all the great ways to turn your deposit into bonus cash. Extra money in your account, which means more games to play and more chances to win. Whether you're new to MyBookie or you're just reloading your existing account, all you got to do is just remember our promo code, BET975. That's how you get the bonuses. That's how you get the extra cash. Start, start playing today, MyBookie.ag. Use our promo code, BET975. Do what I always tell you to do. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere. With the only place I tell you to do it, it's MyBookie.ag, promo code, BET975. Time to get back to sports school with the Killer Bees, Joel Blank and Jeremy Branham, live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios on ESPN 97.5. 6005, pretty sad that Steve Otwater, Ronnie Lott, John Lynch couldn't even play today. Yeah, give me one of those guys. Give me one of those guys. Toughest team wins. Toughest team wins. I want the Texans to be the toughest team. I think D'Amico wants the Texans to be the toughest team. Uh, Alex says, Branham is vicious. I'm ready to run through a styrofoam brick wall for him. We have one of those in our studio. Uh, 9837, I think Branham is putting some rat poison out there that could backfire on the city and team. Let's not praise or hope for dirty plays that will hurt someone on the opposite team. Uh, If it means stepping under a jump shooter to win a championship, would you go to the parade? Would you go to the parade? 713-780-3776. If Blake Cashman hit Lamar Jackson after the whistle, he was concussed, you win this game and you go on to win the Super Bowl. You're going to go out to the parade? You're going to celebrate the title? I think you'd be really happy. 713-780-ESPN. Shout out to all of you for stating your opinions. I don't agree with Branham, but I understand where he's coming from. Hey, no layups. There's a reason that we like no layups. You don't allow layups. You'd be a little physical. Be a tough team. 5044. Just hit them hard and clean. It's not a problem. That's cool. That's fine. 1403. Team Blankers on this one. Win clean. If a player does that, D'Amico will pull them, in my opinion. D'Amico coaches the right way. That's from BG. You think you think D'Amico wants a soft team? You think D'Amico doesn't want the toughest team on the football field? I think D'Amico's a play the right way guy. I think that he's always he, he lives his life that way. I think he his whole career he's played that way. I think he plays until the whistle blows. I don't think he plays after the whistle blows. I, I think that I would agree that he probably would pull a guy. And the have, way the have game a is played, though, you could do this. 
and it, it's still going to get called. Like you can be clean and still get called. Like disagree. how often? Like Kareem Jackson. All like go look at Kareem Jackson's penalties this year, where he got ejected and suspended. Like he's going to the chest, and the receiver pulls his head down and really gets in the way of Kareem Jackson's intended target. Like the way the game is officiated, it's very easy to make what is a clean play and still be called for a penalty. That that both can be true. The NFL, the way they've decided to change the rules and call the rules has changed the game drastically. Yeah, that could be true. But if you're trying to intentionally hurt, which was I part of the discussion. I think you're intentionally hurting every time you try to tra- tackle a human being. No, but the, the point is to try and take him out of the game, then you're trying to hit him a certain way or hit him with a certain piece of your equipment so that you can inflict the damage necessary to take him out of the game instead of just lowering your shoulder and hitting him the right way. But, but, Lower your shoulder but, into his head that he's ducking down. But, and, my like, problem is, is that like you guys also use like the Kirby Joseph thing as an argument. It's like that's also a dirty play. It's clean. I mean, like, well, it's a clean dirty, play. But dirty, but not penalized but, like, is what it, I meant to say. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's, they said it on the broadcast. They would rather get, these wide receivers would rather get hit in the head than the knee. I agree that hit to the knee is dirty, but, like, what else are they supposed to do? Like, I think this is, like, fine conversation to have about, like, hitting hard. I think some people are taking it to the extreme and acting like Jeremy's trying to promote, like, the Russian hockey player that slashed someone's throat. Like, that's not what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're just saying, hit yeah, him hit hard, hard, and there's nothing wrong with it. And that. I'm okay with, with it leading to a, to a flag or two. Like, I'm okay, because I want to be the aggressor. I want to be the physical team. I want the Texans to be on the field where the Ravens are going, oh, crap, we're in for a long day. 3 4 one three. D'Amico's whole concept is swarm is to play the ball and not the player. Does he does he tackle the player with the ball? I think that they tackle the player with the ball. Uh, eight zero five four. Nobody's felt sorry for the Texans when Shroud got concussed. I'm sure Baltimore going to hit us. Let's light him up first. Yeah, light him up. Let Lamar know he's in for a long day. One seven three nine. Put Kareem Jackson in. He'll get the job done. Uh, yeah, Kareem probably the the guy that you would want in there. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Let's go out to the HRMP listener line. Mr. Irrigation, you're in the hive of the bees. What's up, Mr. Irrigation? Well, you know, the first thing that I, I thought about was if we take out their guy, they're going to come take our guy out. And, I, you know, that's the last thing I want to see happen in this game. I got you. I just assume it would be a, a clean game. Appreciate the call, Mr. Irrigation. Let me ask. Let me ask you guys a question. In football, do you try to go hit the other guy? Do you try to hit the other guy? Do you try to lay a physical blow on the other guy? The harder, the better, because the harder, the better chance he has of being tackled, of going to the ground. Like I wouldn't call Quinn and Williams uh, a dirty player against the Houston Texans. Guess who was hitting C.J. Stroud hard on multiple occasions? I'm not telling Quinn anybody to be soft. Williams. I'm not telling anybody to ease up on a guy that that they're tackling. I'm just telling them to do it within the rules. I'm tell- I-, I believe in player- players can do that without trying to play dirty, hit someone after the whistle, or try and inflict pain enough to take them out of the game. I think that, yeah, you can go in and say, I'm going to put a legal hit on a guy in the course of action, and you know if he gets hurt during that play, you can live with that. I, I think it's different when you're trying to live with it because you're trying to hit him after the whistle and take the 15-yard penalty in exchange in a trade for taking the best player out of the game. Yeah, I'm not saying like go five minutes after the play and like earhole Lamar Jackson when he's not looking. I mean, you're trying to make it look like it's in the scheme of play, like it's in the run of play. Lamar Jackson's running, and you go out, you make sure that you hit him. Uh, Lamar Jackson takes one step out of bounds, you make sure that he is out of bounds. Um, yeah, it's going to lead to a penalty. 
yeah, I probably will once or twice. And the texture says, there's another texture that says that, uh, you know, what if the penalty puts them in field goal range, they kick it for the win, and the guy's an idiot for that hit. You have to be smart on when you're doing this. I'm talking early first quarter. I'm talking on the Baltimore side of the field. I'm not saying that when they're in field goal range. I'm not saying when the game is tied late. You have to be selective and smart in when you're going to be physical and let Lamar Jackson know that he's going to be in for a tough afternoon. 713-780-ESPN, HRMP listener line. Back out there for Robert. Robert, you're in the hive with the bees. What's up? Nope. What's going on, man? There he is. The first thing I thought about when you were saying Oregon, Lamar Jackson, is you would feel the same way if Baltimore came and take CJ straight out, start out. And how would you feel about this? So it's all fair game in the early first quarter. They take him out, target him. I would not be happy about it. But at the same time, I understand that in a divisional playoff round where you're trying to win a Super Bowl and you're two games away from reaching a Super Bowl, I believe that the Ravens are going to try to have the same mentality. I think that football teams, good football teams, and I would even say this goes to other sports, that they pride themselves on being the toughest team on the field. That they pride themselves on being the biggest sons of guns on that field and tougher than the other team. Do I think that Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith and Jadavian Clowney would deliver a big blow on C.J. Stroud if given the chance? 100% absolutely I think that they would. But would they do it after the whistle? Would they do it when he's sliding? Would they do it? And and, and I think that the argument could be made too where it's not just taking him out of this game. You can't just say if you're trying to hurt him that you know my intention was only you know to take him out of a game. But now if it's C.J. Stroud, he it take it could take him if it's a major injury, it could take him out of next season. It yeah. could go. I mean, I think you're career threatening. I mean, I think you're jumping to major conclusions. I think a on lot what of I us said. are right. Right. It's, I think it's taking me out of context. I want to be the toughest team, and it, if it means a personal foul or two because I'm being the toughest team because you're a second later than the officials think that is legal. I'm willing to live with that. I want to be on I want to err on that side, the penalized side, then err on the side of the not penalized side. Because if I'm erring on the side of the penalized side, that means I'm delivering blows. I'm making the other team feel me. I'm putting that doubt in the mind of Lamar Jackson running the football, which we both agree Lamar Jackson running the football gives the Ravens the best chance to win. And if now he has a little bit of doubt of wanting to run the football, the chances of you winning that football game increase. If he sprains an ankle in the process, I'm not going to cry about it. Sorry. If the Texans win the Super Bowl and Lamar Jackson had a sprained ankle in the first quarter, I would not care. There's a big difference between spraining an ankle and trying to knock a guy out of the game. And I never, I never, I mean, I, I, I probably went there saying it like to hit him in the helmet, things like that. I'm not saying that you should stab Lamar Jackson and murder him. I'm saying deliver some vicious blows in a physical game. Right. I think you can do that b- between the whistles. I, I, I don't think you need to get the penalties and you'd have to do it after the whistle. I have a question about this. Um, it's now Lamar Jackson does not do this. So I'm curious, like, uh, Joel and, and both you guys, but, like, you keep mentioning sliding. I think that's a fascinating conversation with what Josh Allen's been doing in recent mm-hmm. weeks where he's fake sliding. I think, like, that's where I, I hear you. I, I want to be on your side about, like, if it looks like they're going to slide, don't hit them. But because of what Josh Allen's been doing recently, there's, like, a, now a fine line between giving up a running touchdown and going for the hit because now these quarterbacks are realizing they can fake a slide and then this get this free pass to the end zone. There's a big difference. 
And the, the I think original, you're putting the big difference out there, though, quite frankly. I, I'm glad that you think that. I, I think that I'm giving my analysis based on what I've read and what you're saying. And, and I think the fact that— What do you mean what you read? It's my take. Who cares talking, what you're reading? No, I'm, not, I'm talking about the text message, Jeremy. Well, I know, that's I'm what I'm saying. Why do you message. care what the text is? Because like, that's would, what started the conversation. No, it wasn't. So that's what I'm addressing the sliding part of it for. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Joe so that's just what gave I'm his addressing, answer. And I'm addressing the fact that if you're hitting a guy after he's sliding— because to Joe's point— Look, it's part of what we were talking about in terms of the officials and their interpretation, and it, it's loose. It's loose interpretation. There are there are refereeing crews that call that call it to to a higher extent and way too much, and there's referees that don't call it enough. But at the same time, if you've already start, you're into your slide. It's not that I'm that you're doing the Josh Allen thing. the The initial text, if you're hitting them after they slide and you're trying to get the fifteen and you're trying to knock them out, that's a different story. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN HRMP listener line, uh, Riley. How are you going to wish someone gets hurt? Toughest team is different than trying to hurt someone to knock him out of the game. It's it's a fine line. I'm not sitting here saying I hope that Lamar Jackson gets knocked out. I want Lamar Jackson to feel it whenever he get, he's running the football. I want the Texans to be physical and make Lamar Jackson feel some pain when he gets tackled in a physical, violent sport. That's what I want. If it happens to turn out where Lamar Jackson gets hurt in the game, am I going to cry over it if the Texans win? Absolutely not. I'm not saying the intent should be that the Houston Texans set up this booby trap before the game that Lamar Jackson steps into it and it's going to break his leg. I'm saying within the sport, and if it if they go overboard slightly, if the guy steps out of bounds and you hit him a little bit late, okay. The sliding thing. Joe brings up a great point about Josh Allen fake sliding. Kenny Pickett did it last year where, hey, those guys are pretending like they're sliding. Like, go attack them. Attack them. And if the official calls it a little bit soft, I'm willing to live with that because I'm being aggressive. I'm being physical. I'm being the the attacking team. And that's what I want. And I, I think D'Amico, not that he wants tons of penalties, uh, not that he's not playing the game in the right way because he does play the game in the right way but D'Amico wants his team to swarm like the word swarm is an attacking word I want an attacking defense whenever I'm playing in the biggest game of the year and I want to be a physical defense now if if Lamar were to get hurt because of that style okay whatever it's football guys get hurt all the time they're not crying about Tank Dell missing this game I'm sure they wouldn't cry if CJ Stroud got knocked out of the game uh, okay, I, I'm saying I'm not saying don't swarm. I'm not saying don't do those things and and lower your shoulder and put good hits on and hard hits on players in the course of game action. I'm saying don't do it after the whistle with the intent of getting a penalty to send a message. Don't do it to try and intentionally hurt someone. Yeah, I'm also saying that you shouldn't intentionally get a penalty. I'm saying if you do get a penalty because you're going that extra step. All right, 713-780-ESPN. We'll take your calls on this. Lots of texts coming in on this as well. And we'll also get to the uh, the fear factor that you have for certain players for the Ravens. 713-780-3776. Killer Bees, ESPN 97.5, ESPN 92.5. You're back where you belong, in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with the Killer Bees, who won't sting you unless provoked. Here's Joel and Jeremy. In Fuentes, I'll say it. I want running quarterbacks to think twice about taking the easy way out. Uh, 5044. Uh, Branham is on point exactly when saying hit him hard every time you can. Uh, 8988. Honey, <laughs> Branham, scramble that fool's brains. You ain't cheating. You ain't trying. He said that's what Bill O'Brien always said. I don't know if Bill O'Brien always said that there, Honey Glaze Branham. It might have been other people in Houston. 4583, you're a real piece of work, Branham. Uh, 5778, please tell Blank to stop saying after the whistle. Most people are hurt before the whistle. Uh, 5219, Branham is such a bad word canoe. (laughs) 
Uh, <laughs> that one got me. <laughs> Six thirty eight nine. Uh, this is a trash take, but I like it. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Five uh, seven one zero nine. What is Branham smoking? Three triple uh, seven. I don't leave at the top of the head. Use the face mask. Drive through the chest and hit him so hard his mother fills it. So one seven three nine. Just put flags on them then and take the pads off. It's a physical sport. They need to play physical. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Let's go back out to the HRMP listener line. Thomas, you're in the hive of the bees. What's up, Thomas? How are you guys doing today? Great. What's up, man? Just want to say something about this matchup coming up. And when you look at the difference between uh, the quarterbacks in this game, you've got a veteran and you have a rookie. And we followed the Texans for a long time, uh, not knowing what they were going to do. And I agree that if you have to go after Lamar quick, and if you can take him out for, say, 20 minutes a quarter, then you probably got a good chance of winning that game. But you have to keep in mind that you have to protect your own quarterback in order for you to come out with the win. So I think the best thing that they can do is try to maybe uh, take him out early uh, I agree with taking that one penalty because it's only going to cost you 15 yards. But stand back and execute the next play after that and go get him again. There you go. Take him out. Play, I like Thomas. Thomas is uh, Thomas got a good mind. Um, do, the, do the Texans have a better chance to win if Lamar Jackson's playing or if Tyler Huntley's playing? It's a rhetorical question, right? No, it's not. And it's an obvious answer. Yeah, so be physical. Let them know. Let them know that you're there. Let them know that you're going to play some hard-nosed football. Let them know that you're swarming right into his chest every single time he runs the football. Uh, 713-780-3776. Let's go back out to the HRP listener line. Gary, you're in the hive with the bees. What's up, Gary? Yeah, I agree with you. We need to hit, uh, we need to hit him hard. We're not, we're not talking about last Boy Scout pulling out a gun and shooting him in the leg. But we need to hit Lamar hard. Exactly. And Joe didn't mind when the Packers were hitting the, the Cowboys for dirty hits and then taunting their cheerleaders. I'll hang up and listen. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't know that that's what led to the taunting of the cheerleaders. I did see that story that the cheerleaders felt like like they were they were bent out of shape. They were upset Last about week? it. Almost brought them to tears. Yeah. I, I saw a headline that said the cheer, Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders devastated by Packers trash talk to them. Literally I didn't did know not what, see that. I, I didn't see it during the game, but I read I read it, the story after. I have so many questions. Yeah. Why, why are you trash talking cheerleaders? Yeah, it's a bad look. Is that really going to help you win a football game? No. It just seems bizarre to me. I get if it's fans, but like the players? Like, uh, it's weird. Yeah, I, I don't think they should. I mean, if that's the representation they're looking at sending a message to, probably not the right way to do it. Yeah, you shouldn't. You should be doing mean, that's that's ridiculous. Seven nine nine zero gaslighting at its finest. Laughing emoji. That's crazy. I didn't know Branham could moonwalk like that. I got moves. Uh, go back to the tape. Play it back. You one hundred percent made it sound dirty initially. Popping someone and making them think twice about running is different than helmet to helmet or hitting someone after they said it. You one hundred percent said hit him hard as you can between the whistles. That's the line. Anything beyond that is dirty. As you gaslighting blankers. I'm okay with both. I'm okay with both. Like I really am. Like I'm not saying twenty seconds after the play. Like obviously you have to make it look like the run of play otherwise you're gonna be suspended for a year like you have to make it look like it's within the course of a play but Lamar Jackson steps out of bounds 
steps out of bounds, just one step. Like, because th- that's going to get called. If Lamar Jackson it's steps bang, out of bounds, timing play that gets totally called. different. That gets, right. No, but I'm even saying like an extra step, like an extra beat. Like, I'm not saying run across the field during a timeout and have a flying knee to Lamar Jackson's head. You got to make it look like it's the run of game. But I, absolutely, I'm taking shots at Lamar Jackson. I'm not trying to gaslight. I'm not trying to moonwalk. Absolutely, I'm taking shots at Lamar Jackson. And if in the process of taking some shots at Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson gets hurt, man, that's, that's tough. I'm sorry, Baltimore. That, that's really sad. That's really just, sad. It, there, it's just there's a difference. And, and I'm not going to, to beat it you know, over and over again. It's just that I want these guys to play physical. I want them to play tough. I hate it every time I see a guy wait till the guy takes his second step in the white on the out-of-bounds line and then unloads on him. You look at the Colorado game uh, early in the season when their their receiver and defensive back took that BS late hit. I, that that pissed me off. Like, the, the, the fact that if you're going to do it during the context of the game and a guy gets hurt, Injuries happen, we all know it, and you play through it. Do I want the team to play tough and try to deliver a blow every single time when the play is happening? Abso-frickin-lutely. Do I want them to lead with the crown of their helmet or go for the knees or do those things after the whistle or take the 15-yard penalty with the intent of trying to knock him out of the football game? I think it's a different conversation, and I don't agree with that. No, I'm going, I'm going a step further than you. There's no doubt about that. Like I'm, I'm willing to go an extra step and error on the side of dirty to, to, to win. Like, Would I mind if the... Would I mind if um, Christian, if Blake Cashman, if Blake Cashman gets ejected for a targeting penalty on Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson gets hurt, and the Texans win? Am I going to be upset by that? I'm not. I'm not. And in fact, I will. I will probably treat Blake Cashman as a hero. Probably will. If the Rockets, this is not possible. Let me get that out right now. If the Rockets went to the NBA Finals this year, they're in the West. They're playing Milwaukee in the in from the East in the Finals, and Dylan Brooks st- like stood underneath. Intentionally, the Greek Freaks jump shot in game two, and he went down with a sprained ankle and didn't play the rest of the series, and the Rockets won the title. Would I celebrate that title? You're darn right I would. If Brian Abreu... Celebrating the title and and, and condoning that move and saying that that was the right thing to do, that's a different story. Uh, oh, it is. I think that people would, would, would make Dylan the villain kind of her, her, a hero in that moment. Like look at look at some dirty players in the past. Like Bill Ambeer is adored in Detroit. Was it Bruce Bowen who stood under a bunch Bruce of people's Bowen. feet? I was under, bring him and, up. and how was yep. he in San Antonio? Is he is he liked? The people like you, Jeremy. I mean, you can ask me these questions. You know, he, they love him in, no, in his hometown. No, I don't know. I have no idea. You know him. They love him in his hometown. I don't know but they hate him in the rest of the league. No, he I would mean, be hated. His home city, yeah. San Antonio. Oh, universally, he would be hated for sure. It's, it's kind of Pat Beverly with Russ Westbrook. When Pat Beverly, like, was it like after the timeout or right the time at the timeout? Half, yeah. Pat Beverly kind of clipped him and it tore his meniscus. And everybody, everybody nationally hated hated Pat Beverly. How did we feel about him locally? We we cheered for him. So like these dirty plays locally get celebrated. That's a fact. That's hundred percent true. Like that exists in sport. Like I went, I, I mentioned the bulky knock bar pulling down Carmelo. That was a dirty play. It, it was a flagrant and led to two free throws. People loved it because they hate Carl Malone. Right. And look, and I don't think people hate Lamar that way. I think it's just a matter of it's a difference between because Carl Malone was hated. This is more like more or less you're saying it to win the game. And if it, that's where you, you there's a fine line where I can play as hard as I can and, and I can play against a guy that's one hell of a player and I and I can hit him hard every opportunity that I get. If I'm trying to do it after the whistle and I'm doing it and it can cost you because I, the, the other thing that keeps racing through my head is the fact that if this happens to CJ, people are going to the same people that are celebrating if you do it to Lamar 
are going to be the first ones to completely lose their sure. mind if they, if someone does it to CJ. But isn't that yeah. football though? Like football, you're attacking the other player. Like, and there there are things where you can cross the line. Absolutely, I, I brought up the Kirby Joseph, the like the the hit on Higby. What did Matthew Stafford immediately do when Kirby Joseph he went low? He ran, sp- sprinted right to him, called him a dirty. Mm-mm-mm. Said I've seen it on tape. Kirby's like, yeah, whatever. What like that's, that he's paid here? to be a hard hitter. Like we like. Forever, we've adored safeties that play the game physical, hard. Like the head. Like, do you want a guy to get concussed? No, you don't want to take their head off. You don't want that stuff. But people, especially in a local town that loves their football, they will appreciate the heck out of a hard hitting safety, out of a hard hitting linebacker, out of a hard hitting running back. Like now, when they cross the line, it's not going to be appreciated nationally, locally. I think it's a totally different story. Who was the guy from the that? Later moved on and played for the Texans that hit Brady below the knee. Oh yeah, the safety Pollard, Bernard Pollard. And, yeah, yeah, he like kind of boy, oh boy, he that followed him the rest of his career. Absolutely, absolutely. But in the city, I bet you, I bet you Baltimore feels pretty good about Pollard. That's right, he was a I Raven, right? When he hit him. Yeah, I bet you Pollard's adored in Baltimore because you took out the other guy. Like, and it's difficult to like, hey, I'm going to go out, I'm going to hurt the guy because that's difficult to do. You can't guarantee it hit. Like, you, what you do is you play physical, you play hard, you go lay the lumber. Which is what football players do. Football players do that. They do it every single play. Three one one seven. Don't know your background, but you sound like you're living up to the wrong preconceived notion of sports talk host who never played before. I believe an overwhelming amount of coaches players would not agree with your take. You're right. Three one one seven. You played middle school B level football, but you know all about the game. You 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 think that coaches fit, basket uh, football coaches don't want their team to be the most physical team on the field. You, you think that. You think that. 713-780-3776. Don't let the crybabies tell them to go watch tennis. Kind of like that one. I like that one. All right, let's get to our mean text. We close out the show each and every week with the mean things that you say to us. There's still time. Got a bunch of mean things lately. 713-780-3776. Mean text with the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Hey, right now, I want to tell you about Doc Linville. Doc Linville is the best in the business at the Neograft procedure. It's a phenomenal procedure, and if you don't know what it is, but you've been losing your hair, you have pattern baldness, or you've just gone bald in a lot of areas, you don't think there's anything you can do about it except get the sprays and the creams and the foams that just mask the problem. I'm telling you, there's a solution. It's your real hair. It is your own hair, and it is going to grow. It's going to get longer and stronger and be with you for the long haul. It is a solution. It is not a mask of the problem. That That is the Neograft procedure. Doc Linville does it be- better than anybody else in my opinion he does it here locally and you can check it out right now at uh, 975hair.com 975hair.com it'll give you some of the information there you set up an appointment it's absolutely free for you for listening to espn 97.5 it normally costs 150 bucks you get to go in ask questions get answers get a consultation like i did with doc when he told me hey listen 95 to 99 percent of the follicles that we're going to move are going to stay and grow and they're not going anywhere because they're coming from a place you never lose your hair if you notice that guys when they go bald they never lose the hair on the sides in the back of their head that's genetically just a fact he told me that i didn't know that once he told me that and said that's where we take the hair from to get you where you hair where you need it all started making sense to me then when i found out that 95 to 99 percent of those follicles that they move aren't going anywhere Game changer, people. That's why I did the, the the entire process and went through the procedure. You could do the same thing. And right now, through the end of January, he's taking fifty cents a, a follicle off. He said he's not trying to make big money on this deal. He's trying to make people in Houston happy and realize there's a solution if they're losing their hair. That means 
more good deals for you. Check them out today. Go to 975hair.com and see if the NeoGraph procedure is right for you.